Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Friday, September 15, 2023, and this is day 2004 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we glorify you. We honor you and praise you above all others. Thank you so, so much for loving us unconditionally and help us, Father, to do the same with one another. I thank you, Lord, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, Amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Let me just give you a quick update about T-Zone. We will be starting our Saturday sessions uh, October 7th, I believe it is, that first Saturday in October and the second Saturday. Uh, we are looking at doing some partnering uh, with the YMCA and some others. We've been talking with KIPP, uh, doing some entrepreneur classes at, at KIPP High School. Uh, and also um, in the very beginning stages of the with the YMCA on Linwood to offer some of our training sessions, uh, entrepreneurship and workforce skills there. And uh, with the, uh, let's see, uh, CSL, Community Service League organization, uh, they are going to be using our services. They'll be teaching entrepreneurship to adults and young adults uh, in the independence community. That'll be coming up probably in October. Uh, so we're looking forward to all these things. We'll, 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 we will be able to reach more uh, people. And uh, we're also looking at uh, partnership with Raytown South. So we're, you know, this is our second year doing some things with them and Raytown High. Uh, we will be doing their career fair at Raytown South coming up next month, I believe. And the other exciting thing is we are getting ready to dive in deeply with our human trafficking uh, segment uh, we, I've been doing a lot of more research and getting curriculum together, found some excellent curriculum, and we will be doing that. So if you are someone that has uh, computers, not computers, that has printers, that is one of the things that we will be in need of to lease a printer. If you have connections in that way or know of someone that would donate one, we need a printer that will print lots of copies in color. And I've been checking on that. And it's a little bit expensive to have them all printed. We're going to need thousands of copies done of the curriculum. There's five sessions for the uh, human uh, trafficking piece that goes very in-depth and it's really good material. Uh, so per student, uh, it's going to be at least uh, about 40 pages of the booklet per student. And we're looking to reach, you know, hundreds of students. So that just put that in your ear. I just want to put that in your ear if you know someone or if you yourself own a printing company or you have printers 
that you might want to donate one to us that does color copies. So that's our quick update about T-Zone. We thank you all so much for your donations and uh, your prayers and your support. Please go to our website, tzonekc.org. Push the donate button and donate whatever God puts on your heart. We are very grateful to each and every one of you. So let's dive into the message. Today's message is triumphant in unexpected ways. Yep, we're coming out of John chapter 5, verses 1 through 15. Being triumphant over our problems. Uh, Again, John chapter 5, verses 1 through 15. And it says, Sometime later, Jesus went up to Jerusalem for one of the Jewish festivals. Uh, So there were three festivals that the uh, Jewish men uh, were required to attend in Jerusalem. The one was the festival of Passover and unleavened bread, uh, the festival of weeks, also called Pentecost, and the festival of tabernacles. So these were three of the uh, Jewish festivals that they were required to participate in. All right, so, and Jesus did just that. Verse 2 says, Now there there is in Jerusalem, near the Sheep Gate, a pool, which in Aramaic is called Bethesda, and which is surrounded by five covered colonnades, which are porches. Here a great number of disabled people used to lie, the blind, the lame, the paralyzed. Uh, and some other manuscripts uh, may they they say uh, that the people that they waited for the moving of the waters. Some say from time to time an angel of the Lord would come down and stir up the waters, and the first one into the pool after each such disturbance would be cured of whatever disease they had. That's some of the manuscripts that were included in this, uh, in verse um, two that I just read to you. Uh, And then it says that when Jesus saw, so there was a lame man, let me, let me go back and hear a great number of disabled people used to lie, Mm -hmm. the blind, the lame, the paralyzed. One who was there had been an invalid for 38 years. He was not able to walk. When Jesus saw him lying there and learned that he had been in this condition for a long time, he asked him, do you want to get well? So Jesus saw him and went to him. You notice that so many of the other times the people have gone to Jesus. But in this case, Jesus went to him and he asked him this really a question to me that uh, would I would think that the man would want to be healed. But he asked him first, do you want to get get well? And the man says, sir, the invalid replied, I have no one to help me into the pool when the water is stirred. So he didn't even say he wants to be well. He just began to tell why he couldn't get well. He says, while I'm trying to get in, someone else goes down ahead of me. Then Jesus said to him, get up, pick up your mat and walk. At once the man was cured. He picked up his mat and walked. 
That's powerful, right? (laughs) The day on which this took place was a Sabbath. And so the Jewish leader said to the man who had been healed, it is the Sabbath. The law forbids you to carry your mat. So you see, they could care less about the man being healed. They could care less about this miraculous thing that just happened. All they care about is this happened on the Sabbath. But he replied, the man who made me well said to me, pick up your mat and walk. So they asked him, who is this fellow who told you to pick it up and walk? (laughs) Still not once. Like, dude, congratulations. After 38 years, you can now walk. Praise God. The man who was healed had no idea who it was, for Jesus had slipped away into the crowd that was there. Later, Jesus found him at the temple and said to him, See, you are well again. Stop sinning or something worse may happen to you. The man went away and told the Jewish leaders that it was Jesus who made him well. But not only did he heal him physically, but spiritually, he forgave him of his sins. Isn't that powerful? Praise the Lord. Point number one. So not long ago, I had a problem. (laughs) with my big dog, which is a boxer, Dino, and my uh, little dog, the poodle, Blaze. And the problem was the big dog would eat up all of his food and then he would eat the poodle's food when we weren't around. So the poodle would eat in spurts. Like he, he would make his food last all day and he'll eat like a couple of kernels a day and he would take his little nuggets and take it from where the food was and walk over under the table or under the chair and eat it on on the rug that's how he liked to eat his food he would just have his moments where he would eat a lot so one day when my oldest daughter was over she moved the little dog's food under the chair because that's where he took his morsels to eat After doing so, we noticed something amazing. (laughs) The big dog, Dino, was too big to get under the chair to eat the little dog's food. From that day on, we put the little dog's food under the chair and he eats there happily ever after. (laughs) As of this point, uh, without interference from the boxer. (laughs) What problems are you facing that seem insurmountable? Very seriously. Um, Even to the point of possibly losing hope. And that can happen to us as we dwell on the problem. And we might feel like there is no hope. What can I do? Just like the man that had been an invalid for 38 years. He wondered every time I try to get over and I don't move fast because he probably had to crawl or pull himself on his belly because he couldn't walk. I'm just imagining what it had to be like for him. And he couldn't get into that pool quick enough. Point number two, Jesus is the answer to any problem you may have. We must be open to his way of resolving it. It may be totally different than what you would have even imagined. So be ready to receive the answer to your prayers in Jesus's authentic, blessed way. 
The paralyzed man certainly experienced an answer to his problem in a miraculous way from the Lord. The man had been conditioned to think that he, that the only way of being healed was through being put into the pool. This was his mindset for 38 years. That's all he knew. That's what all of them knew. Let's lay the crippled people here. And they can ask for money from the people as they're walking in, whatever they need. But when that water is stirred by that angel of God, they need to get in. And whoever's in first, and he lost hope. But when he encountered the creator of the water <laughs> and the water in the pool and everything else in this world, he was healed. The greatest gift of all, though, was the forgiveness of his sins. Now he's able to spend eternity with the Lord. And that, my friends, is the key. We could be healed physically and still on our way to hell if we don't know Jesus as our Savior and our Lord. So the key is, of course, we want to be healed. And Jesus, you notice he takes care of our physical and our spiritual uh, beings. He made sure first to take care of the man's physical need. The man was able to receive that and see Jesus as the one, the great provider. Then Jesus found him and told him about being forgiven of his sins or he will not, he will be in an even worse state because what good is it to be physically healed and still going to hell? You know, um, the key is, of course, knowing Jesus as our Savior. I remember uh, there are a couple of things that just, one thing that recently happened was uh, I finally started painting my office. And my husband is the one that would do all those things, you know, uh, painting the house inside. And, and I would just help. And I always had this mindset that I wasn't good at painting because I painted once before and uh, at an old house we were, were in. And I remember thinking I did a great job. And I woke up that next morning and it looked even better. And my husband told me he had to repaint it. It didn't look good at all. <laughs> that was nice, was it? So anyway, I just did not feel good about being good at painting because it's like, darn, how did I mess that up? So this time, I finally decided I got tired of looking at these walls in this office because I'm here a lot doing my work and I have to be inspired. And if the the walls are, someone else had painted them a, a darker color, which, you know, that suited them, uh, it didn't suit me. And I needed a brighter color, a light blue. And I had the paint for a while. So finally, I said, okay, I'm ready to paint. So my husband's not able to do those things like he used to. But he definitely has the mindset. So here we go. And God's going to do things in an unconventional way. So my husband told me every step we got this special edger because that was one of the areas that I was really, really nervous about cutting in the paint and the ceiling edge and on the edges uh, uh, around the tr trim work because I've seen a lot of sloppy jobs. <laughs> and that's one of the things my husband would always talk about. Cutting was really important when it came to painting and making sure it was neat. I mean, he did it professionally, 
uh, you know, and doing rehabbing of houses and things like that. So he said, let's get this special edger. And I had never heard of it. And it had wheels on it and you edge it along the top. So it, the paint does not touch the ceiling and it does not touch the trim. And it looks like a perfect uh, line. And so that was an unconventional way of doing it. And also uh, him helping me as much as he could, but the best help was telling me how to paint and to do it and not to keep going over the same spot over and over again, that first coat, and then letting it dry. And then the next day, filling in wherever there were some, you know, spots that looked like they were missed. Listen, y'all, it looks like a professional did these walls. <laughs> and I've got one more wall to do and I'll be done, but I am so grateful for God showing me how to do it through my husband. And he even, you know, it helped him as well. He may have lost some hope about, you know, being able to do this ever again, but he was able to be the voice, the voice of wisdom uh, while I did it. So I am grateful to God uh, to learn how to do things in a different way, but still come up with the greatest results. You know, once upon a time, we at our old church needed uh, money to pay an extremely high gas bill, which was a close to $4,000. It might have been $3,600. And listen, we just didn't have it. We put out money, whatever money we brought in, we put it out. We helped the community. We fed the community. And uh, we had enough to pay, you know, regular gas bills. But at that time, we didn't have enough to pay the $3,500. And the Lord made a way for us to pay that gas bill in the most unusual way. Someone, a big truck, hit my mother's gigantic wrought iron fence one day. And they dented in, I mean, like maybe three of the bars or four. And I mean, this fence covers a huge part of her uh, land around her house. They had bought a lot next door to them and put in this beautiful wrought iron fence. Well, she was putting it off, getting getting it looked at. She said, well, let me go ahead and have the estimator to call the insurance company to have them come out. They came out and they settled it right there, gave her a check. And they said, here you go, ma'am. And I'm summing it up, you know, kind of taking away a lot, a lot of the details. But in summing it up, they gave her a check for about $4,000 for those four or so bars that were dented. And the Lord put it on her heart to pay the gas bill, church gas bill, with that money. And so she did. And he said, put all of it in the bank. She was going to keep the difference. He said, nope, put every penny in the church account. And she did. And we were able to pay that gas bill and continue going. And, and then later, about a year later, God blessed her. Uh, with money that she didn't know she had. After the death of her husband at the job he worked at, they uh, they found that people uh, came down with cancer for some of the things that, and the depart certain departments and some of the materials they were working with. And that was the department and materials that my stepdad was working with. And they said, after she went through the processes and all those things, she was blessed with over $100,000. And you see how God will do things when we obey him and do it his way. <laughs> we cannot outdo 
God. There is nothing impossible for him. So trust him. He's going to do it. He's going to take care of your situation, but it may not be in the way you think. Now, if you don't know Jesus, this is your day. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Glory be to God. I love you all so very much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And again, don't forget to check us out on TZoneKC.org to learn more about what we're doing, teaching our youth about life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation, human and sex trafficking, awareness, and DIY programs, teaching them how to do small household repairs. So we thank you all again for your prayers, your support, and your donations. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you, and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.